This is episode 86 with Christopher Thomas, business and media consultant, author, publisher of InCity Magazine, and co-founder of VertMe Technology. Welcome to the Success Stalker Show with Iona Fitzgerald. People all over the world are rewriting the rules to success. They are making money and changing the world. Join Iona each week as she interviews today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. So if you're ready, here's your host of the Success Stalker Show, Iona Fitzgerald. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Success Talkers Podcast. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It was Mother's Day weekend, as a matter of fact. I wasn't able to be with my mother this weekend, but I will be seeing her in a few weeks, so I'm really excited about that. But nevertheless, I hope you guys enjoyed spending time with your mother. And if you are a mother, I know it's a little late, I'm a day late, but happy Mother's Day anyway. Uh, So today I'm excited because I get an opportunity to get a chance to to share with you a great friend of mine, Mr. Christopher Thomas, who is a well-regarded entrepreneur, author, marketing, business growth consultant. And for over the past 25 years, he's been helping leaders of enterprises solve complex business problems and increase their audience reach and bottom lines. I mean, his resume goes on and on and on. So I'm not going to steal his thunder. So without any further ado, here's Christopher Thomas. Welcome to Success Stalkers, Christopher. How are you today? I've been waiting to get on Success Stalkers. (laughs) I feel like I made it. You have already made it. You're (laughs) fantastic. I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. This is such a wonderful platform you have. It's and it's such a privilege. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. It is my absolute pleasure to have you on. I'm so excited. And I don't know if you know this, but we have a model here at Success Talkers Podcast. And and it goes like this. Until you have become successful, stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? Hey, I love it. I love it. I give you I give you permission to stalk me. So I have you I have you permission. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. So so Christopher, tell us where are you right now? Where do you reside? What part of the world are you in? Oh wow. Um currently Atlanta, Georgia. And depending on any day of the week or month, uh, I'm between Atlanta, Georgia, Alabama. Or Texas. That's the way things are currently. Wow. World traveler. I love it. I love it. Well, Christopher, we're going to dive I can't deeper. wait till we can get back to world traveling. I know, right? I'm so ready. I'm beyond ready. So listen, can you share one of your success quotes that's really inspiring you right now? You know, um, I had to really think long and hard about which one I wanted to use. I mean, there's so many that, that success quotes that I apply, you know, to my life. But um, there is, there is one, uh, it's not necessarily a quote. It's a series of words that um, are not, are not in any particular order. But my uh, dad, who is uh, an incredible man, and uh, both of my parents are incredible people. But uh, my dad 
you know, for for some particular for different particular reasons, you know, I have a, a, a lot of respect for him. But one day um, he shared with me, he said, son, you know, always apply the three H's in life. And that's humble, hungry and honest. And so those are the three, like I said, it's not necessarily a success quote, but it is something that I, I do apply and it's never steered me wrong if I always apply those three H's in my life. So it's honest, humble, and hungry. So those are the three H's and have helped me along my journey. I really love that your dad is a wise man. I love that. I'm going to have to steal that, but I'll give your dad credit. <laughs> okay. His name is Abraham Thomas. So he appreciate that. I let him, I'll share that with him. Thank you so much. So, you know, I'm always intrigued by how really successful people start their day off. So how does your mornings look? How do you get your day started? You know, that's a great question. And I have, I have tested a few things over the years, um, what, what works for me. You know, back in, I'll, I'll put a, a year to it because, you know, knowing about the way that you're setting up success stalkers, this, uh, this, this actual audio podcast, I'm sure will be listened to for years down the line. So I won't actually say the number of years, but I'll give the actual, uh, the actual year. So it makes it a little bit better depending on when a person is listening to it. I'll say right around 2015, um, I began to uh, make some adjustments and some shifts as far as in life, a lot of personal development, uh, personal growth, and how I start my day was one of the most important parts of that particular shift. And um, so when I first get up in the morning time, you know, before I even get out of bed, I, I tend to, you know, pause for a second and just to think about, you know, how many things, uh, how much, you know, I have to be grateful for or grateful of, um, you know, so I'm thankful. I think about all the, the gratefulness. And then shortly after that, I will do a, a prayer and um, to kind of get my day started and help to direct me, you know, into the path as far as, uh, and, and for me to be obedient and listen to it, you know, as well. So I start my day off that particular way. Then shortly after that, I'll, I'll do a protein shake you know, as far as in the morning time, uh, shortly after that, I'll either, uh, I've been kind of going back and forth with workouts, either doing workout in the morning time, first thing, or in, or in late evenings. Uh, so I kind of fluctuate that, but, uh, the times I do work out, I work out as far as, you know, many times in the morning, shortly after that, I am doing some reading, that some things that I want to read, not business reading uh, at that particular point to kind of more so inspiration. Uh, and mainly most time it's from the Bible that I'm reading from. And so those are, those are the ways that I, I start off my morning and then uh, get to a point to where I, uh, you know, kind of start to check emails and, and, you know, go about my work day. But, you know, first things, those, that's the way that I normally start off my morning. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's so important you know, our morning routines really set up our day. So, you know, I strive to do the, the exact same thing. And I'm definitely, you know, one about doing my devotion and reading the word every single morning. So I love that you said that. Thank you for asking. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of my goals also is to bring on incredible guests on Success Stalkers podcast, you know, people who are out there making a difference, impacting the world and just creating success for themselves and even others. You know, I know that you're doing that. I'm seeing all these incredible things you're doing. And I was so excited about this interview today because, you know, I think I know a little bit about what you do, but I can't wait to learn more about how you're impacting the world. So if you can share a little bit about, you know, how you got started with your company, or maybe even give us a little bit of background about you. You know, this is, uh, this is one of the most exciting things, uh, you know, I've recently have been asked and it, it seems like I'm getting asked it more often, you know, these days I'm a third generation entrepreneur and a third generation residential contractor supposed to have been a builder, which, you know, it still is a, a hobby of mine. I love, you know, doing things around the, the house and building and creating. I think, uh, I believe that that's a part of the reason why I enjoy creating my business and helping other businesses to grow, you know, as well. I think that's where I get a lot of it from. But I started working when I was 12 on a construction site with my dad, doing what I was able to do around that particular time period. And as I progressed, got older, I obtained more responsibilities on the job site. And I can remember when I was 12 years old and started working with my dad, with my dad and his father on the weekends, that was the point when I started you know, buying my own clothes. My mom said, well, you're working now. You could buy your own clothes. I mean, they would take care of, um, you know, the responsibilities of keeping a roof over my head and, and, and um, keeping, us, keeping us fed. But other things that I may have wanted or wanted to do, you know, I, I had that responsibility as far as doing it. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. Uh, right around 16, I started my first legal business. And I mean, legal it was, uh, I had my, I had a business license. So it was a janitorial company and I named that company Dirt Penitentiary. And uh, the tagline for that was, we're locking all the scum up. So it was crazy about, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Cause I, <laughs> I can remember it was, it was almost an act of Congress to, um, my parents were very supportive of me starting the business, mm -hmm. but they only got to the point of, okay, Hey, I need to get a phone line. And my mom I knew that was going to be an act, almost an act of Congress to get my mom to allow me to put a phone line to run it, you know, in the house to my room. Right. You know, and so uh, we debated about it and she ended up, you know, stating being, you know, OK with it. But these are the terms, you know, so there were some terms that were set up, you know, with that. And shortly after we put that phone line in, you know, we were getting I was getting phone calls. And I'll get some of the craziest calls. You know, some people were asking for, you know, James and Jill and, and Jack, you know, in, in the correction facility, because the only thing that they saw or heard from that, that was when the 411 was very popular. Oh, yeah. You know, dial 411 to get. And so, you know, they were looking for the local jail or the correction facility. And with, within my name, our my business name was Dirt Penitentiary. You know, they were automatic. They were, somehow they would get rerouted to my line, my phone, and I would get some crazy phone calls. But I thought that was very interesting, you know, growing up. And um, right between 16 and 18, while I had the janitorial company, I was also a barber and I was uh, I had a lawn company. You know, I had did, did lawns on the side 
and also did taxes, you know, as well. I was able to do taxes, file taxes for myself and other um, school associates who were working part-time or either on the weekend. And uh, because, you know, with me having my business, I also took accounting classes so that I could do my own taxes. And, you know, they were short, short taxes. It wasn't like I was making a heck of a lot of money around that particular time period, but um, I was able to do that. And I was able to to file and prepare and file taxes for some associates of mine and, and was paid for and compensated for that as well. So, um, you know, I look back at that now and not only from, uh, I've seen, a, seen and experienced, you know, quite a few successes and seen a heck of a lot of failures from generations of, of parents, grand, uh, grandparents, aunts and uncles who own their businesses as well, uh, have seen a lot, learned a lot, experimented, seeing what, what could possibly work, what didn't work, you know, as well. And, and that, I believe that's what helped lead the way. And not knowing, you know, when I started Dirt Penitentiary, you know, about that was going to be the jumpstart to my marketing career, you know, as well as a marketing consultant, you know, from, you know, because uh, there was there was there was there was research that had to be done, marketing research, right. along okay. with coming up with a a name that will be sticking to the minds of people and a tagline and, and everything else that came along with it. So that set the stage for me as a young person into, you know, adulthood and being able to help so many companies and people right now be able to achieve success either in their uh, professional careers or in their businesses. I'm glad you shared that because I was wondering how you actually got into the whole marketing space. So that's really interesting. You are a man of many talents, I see. I, uh, I appreciate that. I, you know, my thought is, um, you know, the more experience that we can have in different areas of space, the more we can, it will enlighten us about, you know, what could possibly work and what won't work. And we can test out, you know, different things in different uh, industries and markets that no one else has done, you know, before. You know, so I'm an advocate of testing, you know, advocate of testing and testing what works and doing the research behind it. Same here. Same here. I love this. Wow. So so listen, I want to segue real quick um, and talk about personal growth, because you and I both know that it's incredibly important to move ourselves forward. So how much time do you spend working on yourself or coaching yourself? You know what? That is a daily habit. You know, as far as I mean, every day, it, 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 it never fails. You know, anyone who says that, uh, you know, they've done enough, you know, of trying to help themselves or they've done enough in learning, uh, you know, they've, you know, uh, that's enough or using the word enough period in certain areas of life. You know, that scares me because working on ourselves takes daily practice. It takes daily work. Every day I'm looking for ways to better myself seeking, you know, uh, speaking to mentors, praying, you know, as well, reading, learning, you know, speaking to people such as yourself who, who have had uh, success uh, in certain areas of life and what they've done to apply it, you know, into their lives as well, what has worked. And um, so it's, it's a daily routine. Yeah, it really is. I am relentless when it comes to working on myself. Um, and it's, it's interesting because I've actually been doing this for probably at least 15 years now. I'm not sure if you know this, but I have many talents as well. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14 years old. So I started out very young learning about business. Uh, I also have a lot of entrepreneurs in my family as well. 
but it was right about 15 years ago uh, when I had somewhat, you know, some would say failures, but I'd say, you know, lessons learned from some failed businesses and things like that. And, um, and I developed, I was able to, I was blessed, I'd say, to have mentors to pour into me and to start me on that journey of personal growth. And so it's something that I've been doing for a very long time now. And that's one of the reasons why I started this show was because I wanted to create a community of people who were also going after success, just like me, but not just money, but also wanting to grow themselves. So I really appreciate you saying that. And, and that's why one of the reasons why I think I was so attracted to your message, your brand and everything you're doing is because you are someone who is, you know, working on themselves and, um, you know, you believe in accountability. I watch your videos and everything. And, and I'm just like, wow, he gets it. Like, and so I just, I'm excited just to be in partnership and be in connection with you. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, those, those videos and uh, different inspirational posts of success and, and goals and, and how to do, you know, yes, it is to help others, but, you know, the reminders for myself, you know, as far as me having to, okay, what am I going to post for the next day? You know, that helps me along with when I do post, you know, that is back in my face again. And uh, many of the social media outlets right now, they will bring back things up in history, you know, as well, that will remind you as far as what you posted on that particular day, which could also be of encouragement. It could also uh, help you to be able to, um, gauge and to track your success as far as where you have been, where you were on that particular day. And um, so it helps me just as much as it helps, you know, someone else as far as when I do those. Yeah, I love that. I do like that too, because I always repurpose a lot of things that I've shared maybe five years ago, yes. six years ago. It, it's definitely, I, I love that too. So, and that kind of helps me like kind of transition to the next question, because I want to know, can you tell me who do you need to become now? in order to reach your next goal? Who do I need to become now? You know, that, that's, that's a, a very good question. Never really thought about it in that particular way. Right now, it's about, you know, being a better person. I mean, to me, self-development, personal growth is, and a person of good character is, the utmost, is of the utmost importance, you know, because we can learn anything else. Uh, we're all humans. We're all have sinful thoughts, sinful inclinations, you know, and everything else. So it's all about, to me, you know, it's all about continuing with, with learning and with um, better personal development, personal growth, being a better person than I was that day before or a few minutes before, you know, mm-hmm. to really um, lean more and have ex- ex- extreme amounts of faith, you know, as far as in God, you know, as well, uh, continue to pray, you know, for that, because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, it takes extreme faith, you know, so. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it takes extreme faith. So I pray for that daily. So, you know, because many times, you know, we'll, we'll handle things and, you know, I'm not, to, I'm not saying that we, we can't, we get, we don't get into a routine of things and we kind of know, know what's going to actually work and what's not going to work. All right. So I'm not talking about things like that. Uh, because, because that, you know, sometimes we can't apply that, mm-hmm. but, you know, we've seen like in 2020, you know, was an entire shift that no one saw that was, that was coming, you know, right. at all, you Absolutely. know, uh, there were some hints about some things, 
you know, that that, you know, the, the common everyday world was not aware of. But most people did not know all of this was was coming. It was almost like and I, I use this term quite often, but it was like um, flying in a plane and building it at the same time. That's that's the way we were living. That's the world, you know, we were, we were actually living in. So um, all of this was actually new. So what what worked yesterday didn't work anymore. That's the truth. So, you know, it, 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 we didn't we didn't have any trends you know, to, to go against, you know, we have a few trends now being that we've lived in this pandemic, you know, over a year, you know, now, so we're, we're still adjusting, you know, I'm just using that as an example, as the pandemic about how we have to continue to, uh, to be ready, you know, so have to continue to be, uh, have to, have to stay ready. Right. So, that's a great example. And even, yeah, as far as in staying ready, it all, we have to work on our inner self first. So when we work on our inner self and can make sure our inner self is ready, we can, we can make some, some amazing shifts, you know, very, very quickly. And yeah, there'll be some, there's a lot of testing and some failures that we'll have, but you know, as long as they're not fatal, we can learn from it. You know, I look at failures feedback. Absolutely. Um, so, so that's, that's the way I look at failures feedback. What, what didn't work for me, you know, or work for a situation. So, um, I hope that answered your your question because um, we can't, you know. Oh, that definitely hey, answers Chris, my question. A, yeah, you said Chris was going to have a conversation, you know. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about things as I, I go as well that I've applied in life and and being you know very transparent. I, I want to soak up all this knowledge. Yeah, I, I'm good. I want to soak up all this knowledge you have. So I mean, just keep bringing it. Like I, I I'm ready. <laughs> we are definitely having a great conversation, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, working on your inner self because, you know, I think a lot of times entrepreneurs um, or just people in general, people who are just, you know, stalking success, right? A lot of people go for, they're going after things or going after money and all those things are great. We all need it. We all want it. But the one thing I don't uh, often hear a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs talk about is, you know, how they're growing themselves and how, you know, they're becoming better because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, we see it all the time. We see people who are successful, you know, in the spotlight, you know, because they are undeveloped or have bad character or a lack of integrity, you know, we see, you know, all their demise happens all the time, you know, and it's on public display. So it's so important that we continue to grow ourselves. I agree 100%. <laughs> so, so Christopher, tell me, are there any new projects you're working on? Like what's really exciting you right now? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I get so excited to talk about um, the, the, the new venture, a new uh, project that uh, our team and I are working on. And, you know, marketing, branding, business growth, that's, I'm going to always be in that space, you know, uh, I'm always going to be a marketing consultant, you know, from PR to branding, advertising and media. Uh, but during COVID, when COVID kind of first hit um, back in 2020, I'll say around about May, April, May, um, when, when the country shut down, the world shut down in general, and then the, the, small to medium-sized businesses that we had, some we had during the time or in, and even continue to, uh, we were creating a 
a, a kind of a workbook, you know, kind of a, 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 a how to thrive during COVID and continue on with success. And the great thing about it is that unknowingly to our, our clients and even us as the marketing consultant, we didn't even realize the impact as far as what was actually happening because we hadn't experienced the COVID before. So uh, many of the things that we were doing or consulting our clients on, many of them were thinking about, okay, well, why do I need this during the time? This was like, you know, two years ago. But once COVID hit, there were so many of our clients who said, you know what, Chris, I'm so happy that you had us doing this, you know, prior to because, you know, we, our business hadn't skipped a beat, nor, or we have continued to excel and we can be able to do more, you know, because we were all prepared. So in, in the midst of all of that happening, we created another workbook. It was called a 21 point camp and it was um, how to uh, 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 continue to thrive during COVID. And one of the things that um, in that book, during that time, if you remember, um, 5G conspiracy theory was happening and taking place, um, connecting COVID to 5G. Now, we all have thus far learned that uh, it, it was not connected, uh, directly related. Um, however, you know, what we do know is that um, 5G is going, is, is inevitable. It's going to happen. It's already happened. Um, we need 5G in order to work the smart automobiles for everything else that's going to have to happen for, from a technology standpoint, 5G has to happen. So um, a part of that particular plan was in that, in that workbook was for our clients to put together a 5G preparedness plan about how 5G was, they were going to incorporate 5G into their particular business model. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, I came across um, some other ideas and I'm like, huh, that'd be a good idea for someone to do. And I just kind of put it off to the side, but then it came back again to revisit me. And then I began to ask, well, why me? And immediately when I asked that myself that question, I had to shake myself because I'm like, Chris, you know, why not you? Exactly. You know, so, and I began to, I said, well, I don't have, and, and this idea was a software. It was more tech, not high technology platform, uh, software as a service type of system. And, and I said, I don't, I don't have that experience. And it was delivered to me you know, after praying that, hey, do what you're able to do. And then everything else will fall in suit. So, you know, what I began to do is to do what I do best as far as starting businesses, um, uh, uh, make sure you had a, a great foundational growth foundation so that when we begin to build on it, it will be able to stand and be firm for a long time. Uh, one that was going to be able to be adaptable um, with, with, with time. Uh, we began to do some branding, some PR, you know, with the business. And this was all prior to actually having any type of platform set. We hadn't done any type of beta testing, you know, of, of this at all. But um, anyway, the name of the business is VertMe Technology. And VertMe is a um, created word which comes from virtual meetup. So that's what we use. Uh, we combine that to make VertMe Technology, 
uh, VertMe technology is creating a platform uh, using the virtual reality VR um, technology that's already been placed. It's been in place for, for hundreds of years now and it's continuing to uh, develop. Uh, virtual reality at one point was considered as a novelty type of, of platform and many gamers now use it. But uh, because of COVID, the understanding and the appreciation of what VR and its capabilities could do from clean energy to um, social connectivity, uh, depression, mm -hmm. uh, medicine, education, and people being able to meet, period, is, is amazing, you know, it's mind blowing. So uh, we, are, we have, uh, we've created a business to, to be into that particular space. We're excited about it. I'm excited to talk about it. Thank you for allowing me to be able to, to mention it. But yeah, uh, and it's based in Austin, Texas. That's okay. why we spent a little bit of time in the Texas area. Uh, but yeah, we're excited about what uh, VertMe technology is doing and will do for humanity and, for, and throughout the entire globe. Well, I'm really interested in learning more about that, but I need to ask you a question. Did you say that it's been around virtual reality, that technology has been around for hundreds of years? Yeah, well, the, the, what, I, what I mean by the, the, the idea about virtual reality. The so, okay. um, yeah, the idea about, so right around the uh, mid 1900s, you know, uh, there were some things that were painted you know, to kind of give you a feel of you actually being there. So artists were using that. Then later on down the years, uh, there were big machines that that people were able to get into. And it's almost like they were um, kind of driving. But right now where we are, right now in sports, in, in technology, you know, it it it's that is totally outdated now because we're in that space already. Right, right, but okay. the concept of doing that particular time period, it was new. And it was new. It was uh, further in the future than they were than they particularly than they than they were during that particular okay. time. But the idea and the concept of virtual reality has been around for many, many years. And it's it's only progress with the goggles now. Uh, within the past uh, few years, uh, I'll say, you know, 15 years or so. So it's, it's made a lot of progress, but yeah, it's not necessarily a new term, but virtual reality, the term of it and the, and the concept of virtual reality has been around for many years. Got it. Got it. Thank you for clarifying. So when will we get a chance to experience Vermi? Um, you know, what we're doing right now is um, we, we're, we're, while we're building this uh, platform out and doing some uh, explanation animations, we're spending a lot of time uh, getting people aware of what virtual reality really is. You know, uh, that it's something that we should uh, welcome, you know, into our lives, uh, into our families, into our workplace, and that it could, it could do, it can and will do and is doing you know, so many wonderful things to help people to be able to be more efficient, you know, on things is helping to heal people in, uh, in certain ailments that have, have, they've never been, they never thought they could be, have been healed before. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. So that's what we're doing right now. 
while we build out the platform. Um, we, we believe that where we currently are and speaking of, you know, that we have about a half a year before we start doing uh, beta testing, you know, out on this. But, um, you know, we're very excited about it. We're on a great path, you know, with this, uh, with our platform. And uh, we've gotten, we've received uh, many media interviews and have been invited to speak on it. We published a book, you know, as well. It's a free book that people can download. It's only about 13 pages uh, long, but it's a very informative read, you know, about the book. And it's called The uh, the Virtual Experience of Creating a New uh, Virtual Brand. It's, it's a wonderful piece of work. And, Absolutely. And I have downloaded as well. So I'll be sure to, to add that to the show notes for everyone to go and get Okay. It. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So that's where we are now while we prepare for uh, to do beta testing. So we're still doing a quite a bit of research and development, you know, on it too. Because, you know, we, we as business owners, you know, we have to be responsible as far as what we do. And that's one of our biggest things that we want, we're putting out, you know, we we can't say that okay we didn't know you know there's been historicness there have been things that have happened and and if it continues to happen it's because and if it continues to happen it's because someone just doesn't care right so or they just ignored it as a business mm-hmm. and also and you know yeah ignored it but then again you know if you don't have the right people on your team who are not aware of what's going on around and you still do something anyway you you almost don't care because as well, because, you know, we've seen historically um, African-Americans and also women are, are very uh, are, are very low on a totem pole when it comes to technology. So what we did as a company, as a new company, we just started back in uh, 2020. We decided, OK, hey, we're going to work with female businesses. So we put it on our list to make sure we worked with female attorneys uh, at least we have multiple female attorneys who we're working with. Uh, one's from intellectual property. One is our general counsel. We work with African American companies, uh, a CPA, African American company, as far as you know, in the Houston area. So we're working, we're doing our part, you know, as far as to ensure we do things socially the right way. And um, and then we see so many things that are happening from a privacy standpoint, from bullying to uh, to uh, um, fraudulent activity and privacy issues and everything else when it comes also comes to clean energy. Right. We're doing our part, you know, right now and making that a part of our model so that when we do roll out, you know, we don't have to go back and backtrack and try to fix something that we didn't do before. We're installing these into our model right now. And so that's the great thing about you know, the way that we're doing things and we're taking the time to make sure it's done right. I'm loving this. What a great mission you guys have. That is, that's phenomenal. Well, I'm, I'm definitely looking Thank forward you. to, you know, learning more and I'm, I'm open, whatever I can do to help spread the message and help support your vision and your mission. I will do that. Thank you. I appreciate you. This, this uh, allow me to be on this platform today has, has done a lot. Thank you very much. I oh, you're so it. welcome. You're so welcome. Listen, this is the first time you're here. Yes, but you will be back because I, I definitely want to have you come back and continue to update us, you know, on what you're doing with the company and everything. So you have a standing, you have a standing invitation on Success Talkers. How about that? Right. I, <laughs> I, I, thank you very much. 
So we'll check you out on that. Oh, you you certainly can. So listen, this is what I like to call our success round in this part of the interview. And so I'm gonna go a little fast here. But uh, so what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Was there anything that held you back right before you started? Um, I can't say it was anything that really held me back. It was more so what I wanted to do, you know, what my passion was, you know, doing younger, I was just wanting to make money, you know, so, um, you know, that was, that was a part of, you know, really identifying what I wanted to do as an entrepreneur. So that really was the main thing that held me back when I first started at 16. Got it. Got it. And so what was, I'll say, oh, let me ask this way. What is your definition of success? Because everybody has a different definition, but what's your definition? My definition of success uh, is, is doing, doing a, a something where I could put my, my heart into you know, not just doing it to, from a standpoint of, you know, either, you know, making sure the bills are paid, you know, which are all important, you know, so the power bill, water bill, you know, mortgages, all those right. need to be paid. You know, we can't barter that, you know, we, well, we are bartering it, but we're using cash to barter it, right? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, my definition of success is being able to do something I could put my heart into, you know, so that's, that's my definition of success. I love that. I love that. Well, what is your best business advice that you've ever received and who gave it to you? You know, uh, best business advice that I've ever received. Um, it did not come from uh, a human that I actually met, but it's from the Bible. You know, it's, it's really from the Bible. And, and there's so many, like in the books of Proverbs, um, we have, you know, so many different um, um, proverbial sayings that are there, things to apply. Yes. Uh, the Bible's full of advice. Yes, it is. So, so, so that that's that's what I would have to say that that's the best business advice that I've ever received as far that as in life. And that's why I make a habit of reading it daily. That is the best business advice. <laughs> I think I've never gotten that answer on the show before. That's that's great. I love it. That is, that's so true. So, and what are two personal habits that you have that is attributing to your success right now? Because I know you, we talked about a little bit about, you know, habits before, but can you share maybe two habits that that's attributing to your success? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you could kind of go across the board with habits, but I would say one thing um, I can think about is um, exercise, make an exercise a habit you know, of mine um, on a daily basis and also being better attuned about understanding the English language, you know, to me is also uh, another habit that I've, I've zoned into because, you know, there's so many, you know, I say the English language and also, for, uh, and better yet, communicating, um, being able to be a good communicator is, is, is very important. And um, because we have verbal and nonverbal communications that's there. And that's one of the, what's one of the things that really is a, is, a, is a challenge these days because of the lock-in that we've had and not being able to get out and about. You know, it's tough for us to actually meet people face-to-face and really get understanding about perhaps what's on their minds and, and really be able to, to, to vibe with them. So, right, you know, true. that's one another habit as far as I've been able to um, uh, attribute and really been working on. 
So communication and also exercise. Love it. Two very, very important habits. <laughs> and we can come back and talk about that another time. We definitely need to have a, a show just that's talking a whole, about that's habits. That's a whole show. Yeah. Hey, you wanna, yeah if you want to come show, back, habits. let me know. We'll talk about habits. We'll break it all down. Hey, put a... Put a Hey, that sounds like you. We've talked about a, a panel discussion, you know, where you can do a whole whole show right. on that one, bring some different people. Absolutely, we can definitely do that. So, what tool or apps maybe that you're using right now that's you know kind of helping you to grow your business? Do you have a, a favorite or um, personal tool? You know what, Canva is one of my favorite favorite tools. Yes, um, love Canva. Yeah, Canva is Canva is quick. They have really, um, when they came into the scene, they've really done, you know, quite a bit. And then also, uh, I would have to say, I really uh, like, and this is only from a standpoint of being able to send and receive, uh, is I really like Cash App, you know, as well. So Cash App, um, you know, has, has been a wonderful tool, you know, as well in multiple different ways also. But Canva is definitely top top of my list at this particular point very good yeah canva is like a business person's best friend especially a brand new person to getting started and uh, i've been using canva yes. I think now for probably seven years yeah seven years and, oh wow uh, okay better it keeps getting better i love it absolutely so so one more question so what two books or maybe a book could you recommend to our listeners to read you know you know, my number one is actually, you may want to ask me about two, because my number one is going to be uh, the Bible. Mm-hmm. So uh, two, yeah, two number, books. Number one, and so, and then so uh, number two, I would um, say perhaps uh, 48 Laws of Power is um, is a good one that that I appreciate. But that, I mean, that's tough. That's a tough is, that by, is that by Robert Greene? I believe so. I believe that is by Robert Greene, okay. Forty Laws of Power. Okay, I haven't read that one yet, but I have heard someone mention it. I think the author was Robert Greene, but I'll I'll be sure to look that up. Okay. Yeah, it was Robert Greene. Then I mean, I could kind of go around the list, but another I also refer to quite a bit is um, Good to Great is um, is another good one. And actually, I could kind of go down the list. So sure. And who's that by? Who's Good to Great by? Let's go to the next question while I research that. <laughs> no problem. Hold, okay, so th- this is my up. last and final question. So I-, I really need you to focus on this one because this is a good one. <laughs> James so, Collins. James Collins. Okay. Good to great. Good to great. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, so Christopher, so imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all of the experience and the knowledge, you know, that you currently have today. Let's say your food is taken care of, your shelter is taken care of, but all you have in your possession is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days to start over? I believe from the knowledge that I have right now, and only thing I had was, uh, tangible was a laptop and I, have to, I didn't have to worry about anything else uh, uh the housing and food was all taken care of yes uh with the knowledge that i have right now and a laptop with 500 dollars um i believe the first thing that i would do is to uh, after doing some research and i'm assuming a laptop 
I also have access to the internet. Um, so that th this world would have an internet access. So I think the first thing I would do, uh, and then in addition to that is start to um, build a website um, as well. And to, because uh, it's, it's still a lot of what ifs that I don't know about that particular world. Are there other people in the world as well that I can sell to? Oh yeah, there are other people. Uh, it's identical to Earth. Okay, okay, identical to Earth. So um, yeah, I, I will begin to do some some research first before I just throw that particular $5 out. But you know, once I find and identify that, first thing I'll do is after that is uh, to build out, build out a website to support what is going to sell or what could sell in that particular, in that particular space. And I would also identify um, how I can also help others with uh, some of the funds and also the knowledge and the resources that I do have to help other people and to bring more value, you know, to them as well, um, to humanity. So um, I, I would use some personal and then also some to be able to, to give back. And then a little bit of that, depending on what I have left to be able to invest, you know, in whatever's happening. So I'll probably try to divide that up by, by three. I love this. I love asking this question because, you know, to my guests, because it seems like every answer is the same, but a little different. Um, but one thing I love that you said, what, you know, you said you would build a website, you would start to doing some research and, you know, getting out there and just putting yourself out there. Right. Cause you need to mm -hmm. be around people. So, cause I think, you know, when brand new people get started in business, they don't really know what to do sometimes. Right. So I think this question mm -hmm. kind of gives some insight you know, as to, you know, when you're starting from the very bottom, the very beginning, like what you should be doing, you should be doing your research. You should be putting yourself in circles with people that, you know, you can actually share what you do, you know, with those people. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for asking. I've been asked that question before. So it's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Chris, you know, as you know, our listeners are primarily entrepreneurs and, you know, those who are seeking personal growth in their lives. So what parting advice or guidance could you give our listeners before you go? Very short. Don't kill your goals. Execute them. Mm, that's good. That is good. Yes. Don't kill your goals. Execute them. Love Absolutely. it. Love it. And so, Chris, I just want to say thank you so much for being on Success Talkers podcast today. I know our listeners have learned a lot and gotten some great takeaways from you. I know I certainly have. And uh, again, I'll be sure to add, you know, your website and your contact information and the things that we talked about, the books and everything on uh, the show notes page as well. And uh, just thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you for having me so much. I really appreciate it. And I'm much success uh, to your show, much success uh, to your business. And, and your clients are in extremely wonderful hands. Uh, they're not going to do anything but excel, whoever and everyone that works with you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I'm definitely going to continue to follow your journey. And uh, I'm looking forward to even doing some other things down the road in partnership with what you're doing as well. So yeah, more to come, right? Absolutely. Thank you again. You're welcome. And to all of our amazing listeners out there, thank you for tuning in today. And as I always say at the end of every episode, stay hungry and keep stalking success.
See you next week.